Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stand Stay Study Abroad podcast titled Warriors Abroad. We are your hosts, Lou Segura. And Mireya Rojas Marquez. And we are also Study Abroad Ambassadors here on campus. One of the students' recommendations was culture shock for this month's podcast. Merging to a different country could contribute to culture shocks with the whole new culture they experience for weeks. Comparing your home culture to your host culture could be a big confound since we're so used to ours. Though there has not been any student who has had difficulty adapting to the new cultures while they study abroad. Um, Lisette Martinez, I both studied abroad in Europe, along with Mireya, who studied abroad in Korea, are all here to discuss more about culture shocks in countries we studied abroad in. Well, hi guys, thank you so much for joining us. Can you guys give me or give us a little background about yourself? Hi, I'm Lizette. Uh, I'm a Stan State alumni and I studied abroad in Madrid, Spain in the spring of 2019. Hi, I'm Mireya Rojas Marquez. I am a junior here at Stan and I studied abroad in South Korea in 2019. 2020. My name is Luz and I am a senior in Stan State and I studied abroad just last semester winter 2021-2022 in Alicante, Spain. Great, thank you. Um, we posted on Instagram and students submitted their questions on culture shocks while studying abroad so let's begin. How would you describe culture shock? Um, I would describe culture shock as if one doesn't belong to that culture or as if you are not oriented to that particular co uh, culture. Um, I think it's something that no one tells you about or you think of. And like once you're there, you're just trying to adapt and you're confused and you realize like, wait, this is all new to me. And it's crazy how this is their normal and how they live with it. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely something that you're not expecting at all. And it's something that you literally are shook about once you get to the other country that you're going to study abroad in. What were some of the culture differences you found most influential on your culture shock experiences? Uh, some culture differences for me was how in Korea people would bow, whether it's for gratitude or for something or showing respect. Also, I found interesting how in their language they have honorifics. Um, I mean, I have a lot, but like two of the ones that really stood out to me was, I mean, one, it was that everyone like smoked cigarettes out there. And when I mean everyone, it's like literally every everyone everywhere in the bus, metro, like in your face, like it doesn't really matter. And it was just kind of a crazy experience because I remember like in between classes, we would have like a 10 minute almost passing period, like high school. And a huge percentage of the students would go outside for their smoke break after every single class break. So that to me was like crazy. Cause like after every break, everyone would go smoke. And then one more thing was that out there, it's much more slow paced and you never see people in a hurry or rushing to do anything, you know, during their lunches, they just are very laid back as compared to here where, you know, like 
during someone's lunch break, people are running to Starbucks, fast food, even working during their lunch. And, you know, they even have what they call siestas, which is nap time, where, you know, some stores and restaurants would close for two to three hours in the afternoon to eat and, you know, just spend time with family. Yeah, I agree with you definitely about the smoking part. Um, Because they warned us in the orientation like the first day, and I didn't think it was going to be like as big as they stated, but... Yeah, it was crazy how everyone would like smoke. It didn't really matter how old people look. And also the siesta got me because everything would be closed right at the time I wanted to get lunch. And so it was kind of like frustrating sometimes that I couldn't really find anything to eat since it was their time to rest as well. Right. What was your housing situation? Did any of you stay with the host family? For me, my housing um, situation was automatically, I was automatically placed in a school dorm since it was a two week program. It really helped me because it was my first time ever flying away from home. And then putting me in a dorm was really helpful. Um, I rented an apartment that was like an hour, an hour and a half commute to school. And I was assigned to two other students who were also abroad. And that helped me and like my cultural shock because they were also European. And like some of these things that were shocked, that were like shocking to me weren't to them. So they helped me adapt quicker. For myself, I also stayed in apartments and I had only one roommate who was from Kansas City. She definitely helped me a lot because at the beginning I was really homesick and I was also happy that our apartment was really near everything like food, activities, and even the beach. So that helped a lot because we didn't really have to, I guess, commute a lot. It was just kind of like walking. So me and her would always be together and it was great having someone to experience such different culture away from home. Um, Did this help or not hurt your culture shock experience? Uh, For me, not really, because I adapted quickly because I I also had um, a roommate from our school as well. So we both helped each other and made everything easier. Yeah, I I agree with Mireya. Like, I think having roommates definitely did help me adapt quicker. Yeah, I could definitely say the same um as well as uh we would also talk to the other students who came from the U.S. to over there and we would like meet at each other's apartments and it was very nice just having each other and helping us with everything did you guys speak uh the language of your host country no um I didn't speak their language because it's really hard um trying to understand the Korean language it, was, it wasn't so hard adapting since most of the Koreans spoke English, but when I did come across someone who didn't speak English, um, we would communicate with each other by Google Translate. <laughs> Very good one. Uh, fortunately, I did speak Spanish, so I, you know, I was able to get my way around well. Same with me, though um, having a Mexican-Spanish like um, language, Uh, I guess, 
what is it called? Not language. It's a accent. Having a Mexican accent. Um, I don't know. Sometimes they, I would speak um, like how I do in Spanish. And sometimes they wouldn't understand me. And I thought it was really interesting because, I mean, it's not so much of a difference from the Spain Spanish from the Mexico Spanish, but it wasn't hard to adapt just because it was the same language, just different accents. But yeah. Um, did you guys experience any overwhelming emotions as a result of your new culture surroundings? Mm, not really, since it was a dream for me to go to South Korea, I was really excited. I didn't think much about the culture differences until I got there. For me, it was um, just to have fun while studying abroad. Yeah, I agree with Mireya. Like, overwhelming emotions, not really, because I tried adapting quickly, and I thought of it almost as like a vacation. So, you know, I wouldn't think of that. Yeah, I could also agree with you both. I was super excited that I didn't really think about the culture. But once I arrived there, there was like, I guess the first week was the most hard week for me because I, at first I would like, I, I kind of felt lonely, but that was just because I wouldn't open myself to like where I was. I was a little bit too stuck to home, but then within like the days past, that's when I didn't really care if I didn't have anyone to hang out. I would just go out and, you know, enjoy everything. But, and it's like, it's it's a little bit scary at first to like go out alone in the streets in another country, but you get used to it and it's not unsafe. Like you're very safe and just don't, I would not recommend like walking alone at night, just like in the morning, but there were some emotions for me, like at the beginning of, of the week but then they kind of went away within like the adaption and stuff but it wasn't too bad did you ever feel a lack of home support and familiar environment um since it was a two-week stay for me I didn't feel as if I needed some um home support since everything was provided in school for me it's um so weird because although I arrived to a whole new country it didn't feel like I, I left home just the only change was the language, a small change in the social norms. Uh, I personally, I did feel like, I did feel a lack of home support and familiar environment, but like knowing my roommates and other friends abroad felt the same way. It helped me knowing we were all going through the same thing and we kind of had each other. I could say, like I mentioned before, just the beginning of the week, but then it was really funny because when I started like um, being more open to other people and like other students who would like go in the same school as me, um, I would tell them how I would feel and they'll be like, well, you're not the only one, like we're all feeling this way. But it was great that they helped me and I helped them. So like we kind of helped each other and that way I didn't at the end, and or in the middle, I didn't really feel the lack of support because they would be there for me and I would be there for them. As well as our professor, she was really nice and she was also a great supporter and the director of the program. But did you get tired of the accumulation of cultural differences? 
not at all i enjoyed learning new cultures ideas and literally anything i respect their culture and how everything ran over there it was just an amazing experience uh, i agree with mireya i didn't really um i didn't really get tired of like accumulation i was just kind of having fun and learning about their cultural and experiences yeah i loved learning everything about spain's culture especially because the course I was taking abroad was literally learning about culture. So it was just great learning it in school and then um, coming out of the school and like seeing everything. But yeah, I didn't get tired. I loved learning new things and experiencing new things with the culture and adapting to it and everything in general. What skills and strategies did you use to help yourself overcome or handle the culture shock you were experiencing? Um, before I knew I was going to study abroad, I was already into the Korean culture. So I would learn about how they were or how their culture was. And I'm currently learning their language. So basically when I went, I felt like it helped me a lot learning about their culture and to stay in South Korea. I was there for nearly six months. So what helped me was like, I tried traveling more, like not only you know out of the country, but within the country, different cities in Spain. And I feel like that helps me a lot. And also, you know, getting to know more people, making friends. I feel like all that just distracts me from these shocks. And I was like, oops, sorry. And sorry, was, keep going. <laughs> sorry. And in a way, like, it was helpful because, you know, I was creating a family with these friends. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that I definitely do agree with you. Um, just going on the field trips, even the field trips that the director would set up for us, they were really helpful because they give us opportunities to open up more within the first week and then leaving us um, the free to do whatever you want. And also having those connections and friendships with everyone around us helped me a lot and just staying positive in general um, because you are in another country and it's just crazy that we were all enjoying our time um, in another country. So just staying positive and having fun. When you return from your program, did you experience reverse culture shock? Not really, mainly because I didn't stay for a long time to get used to the, their own culture and feeling different coming back. Uh, to me, since I was there for a little bit longer, I like 100%, I feel this did hit me harder than, you know, the regular cultural shock. I agree with Maria because I was only there for three weeks. And so it wasn't like uh, even a month to, you know, adapt to their, like I did adapt to it, but it was literally the third week where I was like, I felt really well and there was no other emotions than like wanting to stay there, but it was time to come back. So no, no, nothing that could have changed here. I guess it was just the jet lag, like I'm still trying to get over it because it was a nine hour difference. But other than that, it's been pretty well. Just, I guess, um, 
one thing was that I did, I would like catch on their slang. And so sometimes I, when I speak Spanish here with like anyone, uh, sometimes I, I can say their slang without even noticing, but nothing other than that. Uh, what were some of the most challenging aspects that you experienced in reversal culture shock? I mean, we all said that we didn't really have reversal culture shock. So what would you guys see? The only challenging, uh, challenging aspect coming back was the time change. For example, in Korea, it would be nighttime. And here in the U.S., it would be daytime. So I would be either sleeping or very tired during the day because of the time change or the time difference. Uh, to me, yeah, definitely the time change. And I think since I was there for longer, like not having those friends that were basically family by my side every day and changing my routine. And I think I think it definitely was just changing my routine because like out there, it's more like a nightlife where people are eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night, where here it's like six o'clock and just kind of going out all day. And then you come back and you're kind of like, oh, well, I really can't do that. I can't, I can't really go walk to places. I have to go in a car and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that was definitely my most challenging thing. Yeah, I could say the same, the hour differences. And then also what Lisa said about, um, I guess, not being used to this routine that we have here, you know, go to school and work over there. For me, at least, I wouldn't even feel like I was going to school. I just kind of felt like I was learning about Spain for fun. And, you know, over there, like, I wouldn't really have a routine. It was just more like, I guess school was the, like, only routine I had. But like I said, it didn't feel like it. And it was just going out the whole time and enjoying the time with the friends that I made. And when I came back, sometimes like my mind uh, gets those flashbacks from where I would spend so much time. And then here I'm just like either studying or working, but those two could be the biggest ones. Which was more challenging culture shock or reverse culture shock? Uh, well, like I said, it wasn't so bad for me, but to say the most challenging would be reverse culture shock because at some point abroad, you are just excited that you are in a different country, period. You won't care as much about the difference since you are learning while you are staying as, as opposed to you coming back and going back to your old routine. It just, it's just hard to get used to coming back. Um, to me, it was also reverse cultural shock. Um, I feel like it, it was definitely much harder because it took me a while to try and adapt to my, to what was my routine before going abroad. Like, and I was very emotional all the time, you know, missing my life out there. I think it took me like a couple months, maybe even a year longer to like fully adapt. Like, okay, this is real life now. I'm not like a vacation type of thing. Like Lou said, where school didn't even feel like school. I'm like, okay, now I have to really try and adjust to my life here and not forget it. But yeah, like that was fun. This is like real life now. Yeah, I could definitely agree with you both. Uh, reverse culture shock is has been more hard than I did struggle when I got there, but not as much as I am here. 
just because um I mean I've only been here for what like a week week and a half and like I mentioned before it sometimes it just feels like um daydreaming about Spain and it's like I still have like those thoughts that won't get away from my head but like like happy thoughts like you know the memories I made and all that they're still here and like it was it has been difficult to even adapt to the food um because it's very different over there and I don't know you just get here and everything's so different and yeah the most difficult one is definitely the routine because I personally don't like routine so that's why I loved it over there because I never had one but you come back and it's like well surprise you have a routine now and it's really hard but we're getting through it all right so to finish off what was your study abroad experience worth the challenges it was definitely worth the challenges, 100%. Nobody will regret studying abroad, guaranteed. I, I agree with me, Yeah, like 100%. It was worth it. Like, if I could, I would do it all over again and again and again. Like, yeah, definitely worth it. Yes, I definitely enjoyed it too much. And I would do it again as well and travel all around the world. So... I 10 out of 10 recommend studying abroad and I know some people might be afraid because of the culture but as you guys have been hearing us discussing um it's not as bad it might be just a little bit difficult in the beginning but it's like pretty normal it's like if you were moving states here in the U.S. so you will definitely adapt to it and you will enjoy it but that was it for this month's podcast thank you guys both so much for joining and participating today if you guys want to know more about studying abroad go ahead and follow our page our instagram page at study abroad sorry i said that wrong (laughs) at stan state study abroad And if you have any questions, you guys could always email us at study underscore abroad at csustan.edu. I said that wrong too. (laughs) CS, no wait. Study underscore abroad at CSU. Wait, is it CSUS? It is, right? I'm going to edit this. So don't like worry, Lisa. Uh, it's csus right hang on let me see i think it is csus i just never say it like that so it just sounds weird i've never said s though me neither okay i'm just gonna say csu wait honey yay wait wait where do you have it at i don't have it anywhere it's from my mind oh (laughs) csu stand okay yeah um study underscore abroad at csu stand that edu thank you